Hey everyone, I'm Erica. And I'm Shay. And we're two bestie moms breaking down topics each week here on our podcast. We cover everything from pop culture to travel, motherhood, organization, fitness, fashion, food, and so much more. We're two best friends just chatting about life and we're so excited you're here. Okay, hello, listeners. I guess we're on live radio tonight. I mean, uh, it's not live radio, but this is Tab and Andrew doing our second inaugural uh, breakdown of the first 20 episodes of Breaking Down the Besties. Did I get that right? That's correct. The yeah. fact that they put a hot mic in front of us is beyond twice. me. But twice. This is the second time. Woo! Okay, well. Yeah, so thanks for having us back. Yeah. Should we go to callers now or later? <laughs> it just makes me feel like when you got a microphone in front I agree. of you. That you so I'm a little, it's a little awkward. I kind of don't know what to do with my hands. I'm kind of <laughs> trying to figure it out, but. I think it's the headphones. feels like somebody should call in. I agree. All right. So I guess we should get started. We're going to break down the 20 episodes of the Bessie Breakdown. And uh, yeah, let's go from there. So, oh, we're supposed to do a rapid fire. I just was handed some notes yeah, so, from the producer. So producer handed we me should, some notes. We should make sure everybody understands. We are not professionals. All we were told, I was told two minutes ago, well, we're not professionals. That yeah, you should put that disclaimer. Yes. But that I should do the intro mm-hmm. of breaking down the 20 episodes of breaking down the besties, which uh-huh. is confusing in and of itself. But then secondly, we have all these questions and they keep handing us stuff that we didn't know was coming. Yeah. So we'll we're, apologize. We're doing our best. We feel yeah. like we just got the class and the teacher said, Hey, we're gonna have a test today. And never been there before. <laughs> I have no idea what class this <laughs> what is. That means. So here we go. Hold on. So we're supposed to do a rapid fire section here. Okay. It says, uh, okay. Uh, rapid fire means, let's see, go to Chick-fil-A order. I mean, your go-to, what would you like? The boring one is the chicken salad, the spicy one with the, I get the, uh, the number one, just the sandwich and like cut that up and put that chicken in there too. It's boring. Got it. And if I'm feeling real bad, I get an order of fries to go with that. Okay. I'm not a Chick-fil-A person. Sorry. Not American. Don't shoot me. Here's the reason why. I want sweet potato fries. Do you know what sweet potato fries? I'm sorry. I, I judge a restaurant if they have complex carbs. And, That's fair. And, you know, they have regular fries. And, and you know what? Every time I drive by there, the line, I feel like, I know it moves fairly quick, but the line, it's, it's the most like efficient business in the two world. o'clock in the it's afternoon. Crazy. It's 30 cars long and four o'clock in the afternoon, 10 o'clock at night. Anyway, it makes me happy. That place does. Okay. Go to Starbucks order. The Vente Americano, an extra shot of espresso, a little bit of cinnamon, and one uh, one Splenda. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. I'm boring. You already knew that. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a grande Americano with a Venti cup. Yeah. I like the room. Yes. With uh, two Stevia. Yep. Or whatever their sweetener is. Yeah. Yep. What about food? Uh, The turkey bacon yeah, breakfast thanks. sandwich thing. Those egg white bites are money. Yeah. Those egg white ones. Yeah. And I, I do like their little protein box with the little. I haven't had that. Yeah. It's good. Little yeah. cheese and the little, the little boiled egg yeah. and all that in there. Yeah. You know good. what you can do too if you're really hungry? You can get two of those turkey bacon sandwiches and take the bread off of one and then put it double. It's like a double. double it's like it a up. double Big Mac or whatever. Double right? pounder egg white. Favorite season? Fall. Fall. Easy. Second favorite season? What? Oh. I don't know. I don't have a second favorite season. I do. Winter. Snowboarding. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm good with that. Well, well, I, I mean, we like you to still be, get football, but you still get like football. The sun and yeah, I like spring. I like all of them. That's true. I'm not a spring fan. Fall just happens to be my favorite. Spring's okay. Just means it's going to get hot. Yeah, uh, crock pot or air fryer? 
Ooh, that's a tough so, one. Crockpot. Yeah, if you do soups and things like that, air fryer for me, I, I, we use, I like the crock pot. I'm a big chili guy. I'm with like that. Stew Ooh, and yeah. soup and all that stuff. We just had brisket chili two days ago and I could eat it twice. Thanks for the invite. I know, right? Favorite fall movie? Ooh. Legends of the Fall? Mm. I don't know. I just threw that out there because it has the word fall. Over yeah. There. Okay. So this may, Rudy, I may have to check my, now I may have to check Come my on. man card, but I really like you've got Matt. She was watching, she yeah, was watching it today and I thought, I just, I like Tom Hanks. I like, I like, I think it's funny. <laughs> Dave Chappelle's in it. He was funny today. Is that the one with Meg Ryan? Yeah, huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like it. I think are, are they at the top of the Empire State Building at some point in that one? Or is that no one of the other? That's the Sleepless in Seattle, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's You've good. I, I kind of remember him. But Just a good fall movie. It, it, it is weird that that's your favorite fall movie, though. It is, because he's in the little carnival, and Tom Hanks is riding in that little uh, little thought, train thing right around I thought, I thought yeah. Big was the one where Tom Hanks is at the carnival. Well, he is. That's the one with Zoltar. And yeah. that kind of freaked me out when I was a kid, by the way. Hey, when some, he's in that apartment and all those people are screaming and it's all dirty and everything yeah, and he's in there. Weird. He doesn't know what to do. Oof. Hey, random. I'll show you guys to prove it. Just this week, a buddy of mine officiate, officiate within the NFL was on a business trip and he ran into that, the original Zoltar that was in that movie. He texted me a picture of it, sat in there. He said it creeped him out. Really? Yeah. Zoltar. So I'll hmm. show you guys to confirm it. Awesome. All right. Uh, first job. Like out of college or Yeah. Well, just first general job was like mowing yards. Out of college? Or no, your first well, just your first ever job. Like in junior high, like mowing yeah, yards uh-huh. and raking leaves and yeah, stuff like that. Just yeah. Manual labor. No, we always we always talk about the first job. Hey, I'm gonna pay you two cents a bale. I'm gonna yeah, pay you two cents to haul hay a bale. And you're like, two cents? Oh my gosh, Bring nobody around here is paying that. <laughs> yeah. Two cents? You're going to pay me a whole two cents? That's the real man's work right there. Yeah, and you count them up at the end of the day and see how many loads you had, and then they yeah. pay you 50 bucks, and it was a long yeah. day. You'd work nine hours in the heat, mm. slinging hay all over the place. You'd be itchy. Make, We're make itchy you get. $64. Dust, yeah. snakes, Bad. in the barn. Ooh. That's the real man's work. All right, what is something your wife does that you don't understand? Something she does that I don't understand. Bro. Let me count the ways. <laughs> Erica leaves lights on a lot. My brain doesn't All reconcile right. with that. So can you turn it um, on and you walk out of the room? Just flip the switch off, right? Something crazy how that works. That Shay does that I don't understand. Oh, well, I know she's, uh, I think we've talked about this on the last one. She's anti-light at night, which for me, when I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, banging into the bathtub because I can't see anything and all the lights are out. It's like pitch black in there, but she's in the bathtub. It's pitch black. How, how can you see anything anyway? I didn't know this. I don't, yeah, I don't understand. She doesn't like lights at night. She's yeah. always turned the lights off, turn the lights off, but yet we have to have a TV. But yet going. as soon as she wakes up, she turns every lamp I on know. the whole house. Thank you. In the morning time, I want to wake up slow. Smith and I are always up early and we want to wake up, you know, yeah. I want the lights to kind of come on. Maybe that's something. I don't know. There's probably got to be something else, but that's the only one I can think of. I understand. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't understand a lot of things about <laughs> the mystery. <laughs> the mystery of the it mystery all. of the mother, the mom. Uh, what are you bad at? Ooh. You got a couple hours or what are we gonna yeah. go here? No, I will say, and I tell every every interview in my my people in my office know this. Every interview I ever give, Shay knows this. I am horrible with words of affirmation. Okay. Like I'm like, you're you're gonna come and have this job. You're not going to see me cheerleading for you. I'm not going to be sitting there going, hey, you're doing such a great job. It's Thanks like, for being here today. Thank, thank you so much. And they all know. And listen, I've become better at it over the years because that's one of Shay's love languages. And I know that my people need that. 
I've got a lot of great people that work for me. And and so, but I'm horrible at it. I will self-admittedly say I suck at giving words of affirmation because it's just. Come to think about it, you do. You do. Oh my gosh. You my, never my told me of, that you appreciate me or anything. Well, and part of it just comes from like, I think for myself, I have a job. I want to get it done. So I get, I get a lot of satisfaction out of doing that, but that's uh, not, that's one of my biggest things that I'm just not good at at all. I don't really have what anything to talk oh. about there. Um, I'm really not good at laundry. Like when I say really not good, I mean like not good at all. Okay. Not helpful either. Really. Yeah. In any way. I would rather do anything else than laundry. Really? Anything. Oh yeah. I scrape food off of plates. Pick up dog poop in the yard. We don't have dogs, but yeah, that's an easy one. I'm giving you an example. It's an easy one. Pick up dog poop in my backyard. Yeah, I'll do that. (laughs) So, I'd rather do come over here and do that than do my own laundry. Okay, this is a trade. I'll go do your laundry, and then we'll and then you can come pick up the dog. Poop. Okay, I'll do that. Oh, it's a fair so trade. Gross. But I don't have to do the. Andrew, Erica does the laundry. It, I mean, <laughs> in fairness. Yeah. I kind of got a good deal going. Yeah, I'm See, bad. At, I'm bad at that. I like now. Now that we have this upstairs, I like. I think part of my the, the thing I don't like about laundry is the sorting, because I have to look at. Because now with the girls, it's like okay, whose is this and whose is this. I can knock Smith out in about two seconds. I can take mine out in about two seconds, but theirs. So what I've done now is in this upstairs, I, and also I don't want to take it downstairs. So I can take Smith's stuff and throw it in there and do his and spin it out. And I can, if Kensington's, I can do the same thing and give it back to him and say, do it. Like, put your stuff up. I feel like this conversation, everybody, Sorry. everybody listening can relate to this. Okay. <laughs> it Laundry is the biggest beat down in the yeah. whole world. It's like you do it. And Erica's like, hey, will you help me? sort this and fold this and let's get the kid let's get them all down here uh-huh. right let's make them put let's let's get hard on them now right let's make them put their own laundry up how hard is that right <laughs> first of all but it's like you do it we commit to like let's get all this done and like two days later it's like stacked up all yeah. over the place it's never ending how does that happen well because i can tell you why because if they're like smith he'll wear a shirt to, he'll wear a shirt to breakfast He'll take that shirt off and then he'll go to the gym and then he'll take that shirt off and then he'll go wear what he has to school. He'll take that off and he'll wear it. It's like a constant wardrobe change. I'm like, bro, you wore that shirt for two seconds. It's unbelievable. I I don't understand. Well, then they're all in multiple sports. Yeah. So you got all that going on. Yeah. And then they got to have it every other day, that jersey. Yeah. And then they make it, somehow they make it Erica's fault that they can't find their jersey. That's a whole nother. I put Smith, if it's dirty football stuff, I'll put, I'll say, well, it's wet. It's like what we used to do. If you didn't put it on, guess what? Put it on. It's wet. Absolutely. All right. Last one. What was your college diet like? Oh, gosh. What diet? It's a lot of calories. I had to maintain 290 pounds. I know you were the same. Well, and the thing thing about college, I think we didn't know as much as we know now. So mine was constant pizza. Like I didn't know anything. It was calories. It didn't matter what the food was. You were eating tons of carbs. Like there wasn't a lot of protein. I was eating, I had a little air fryer. You know, those little air fryer, <laughs> fryer fries and little chicken fingers and stuff. I'm like, money. What What are we doing? We used to drink uh, like Hormel, like milkshakes that had like 800 calories oh, yeah. and like 150 grand. Yeah. You were just trying to do anything you did to put calories on, which now they just know so much more. You're also burning 3,000 yeah. calories a day. So it was pretty much anything I could get my hands on that I could eat cheap. So $5 yeah. hot and ready's, it's Little Caesars. Papa John's right across the street oh, from my apartment was not yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And Buffets. a McDonald's next to that. Yeah. Buffets, McDonald's, yep. fries, anything. Those are the days. Yeah, it wasn't really a diet. And and I've told you this before, but when I was at my strongest, closer to the, the end of my career, I was waking up literally, if not every night, every other night, in the middle of the night, putting bluebell ice cream 
in a blender. Oh yeah. With pro two scoops oh, yeah. of protein powder, so like 80 grams of protein powder. And then two, basically like a cup of peanut butter oh, yeah. with ice, blend it up and drink it at 3 a.m. and then get back in bed. It's so and Hibernate good. for another few hours. We had that metrics. It was really yeah. good. Those metrics, it was a big thing back then. Yep. Well, well good, old days. Days, right? good old days. <laughs> good old days. Good old days. All right. So. I didn't look so good, though. I mean, right? Yeah. I thought I did. <laughs> a little bloated. Yeah. <laughs> strong, though. Real strong. Does it make me look big? We can like move people right, around back hey, in the old Does it make me look big right here? <laughs> yeah, I look like I got stung by a few wasps at the same time. Okay, so now moving on, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to recap the next uh, the uh, 20 episodes of The Bestie Breakdown and go through it. All right, so Tab, let me ask you a question. How many episodes oh have you listened to from beginning to end here? Well, first of all, you already know the answer to that question. <laughs> and sadly, uh, only one, the one that we were on, because we were in a car Correct. driving from Yellowstone to Kalispell, Montana, and we turned it on, and I, I, was, I, was fa- I thought yes. it was great. I listen, think I sound, hey, nor- you listen to yourself. I yep. think I sound horrible, but yeah, listen, this is not an indictment of that. I totally, I totally get it. I, I, uh, I have listened to all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just because in the morning time, if the musers go on commercial break, then I'll flip it over and kind of go yeah. back and forth, but they're your B team. Yeah, they are the B team. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. They're the B team. I enjoy listening to it, even though I'm around them all the time and probably I've heard a lot of this. I enjoy listening to it. Yeah. So we're going to go through, but Hey, listen. Test uh, is about to start the exam, and I, uh, we have, I don't. You'll still be able to commentate on it. It is not. A, I don't to, like this feeling because yeah. I remember this feeling yes. from college or something. Okay, hold on. We right. told you guys Monday there was a quick. The problem is I wasn't there Monday. You weren't so, there Monday. Yeah. See, you're you're done. So, All right, so you have the first question, and he's okay. going to ask me that question, or we're going to talk about it. So let's just go back and forth. Go ahead. You ask. You read the first question on this sheet. On the sheet. Yes. Okay. The question says, "Did." Did your wives communicate with you before or after Botox? How do you feel? Oh, before they got. Okay. How do you feel about procedures? Were you okay with them sharing? Is that illegal procedure? What are we talking about? <laughs> That's a false start. <laughs> okay. There's no more illegal procedures. <laughs> it drives me nuts when people say that, by the way. If you ever hear your husband's <laughs> oh, listeners say illegal Driving procedure. Driving crazy. No such thing. No more friends. Okay? And don't let anybody say, what is it we, that guy said the other day, misdirection. Hey, yeah. coach, run some misdirection. They have no yeah, idea what they're right. talking about. <laughs> so how do you feel about procedures? Were you okay with them sharing that info on podcast socials? Have you had any procedures done? Oh, boy. Here we Facials, go. Let's go first Botox, one. Botox, skin checks, et cetera. Okay, first one. Did your wives communicate with you before or after Botox? I don't know. Here's here, here's my thing about it. Erica did. That, I don't, it's her. She wants to do it. I don't care. Yeah. What what? It's not my body. If she wants to do it and she wants to yeah. Botox, whatever, I support that. Okay. Great. But Erica did. Okay. Yeah. Well, she did. I researched it just to see, because I don't know anything about it. I researched it just you to re- see like. Research. Yeah. I mean, it. I researched it to see like, what is that? What are they pumping into her face or whatever? So. So I your was, problem is. I was good with it. You don't watch The Real Housewives and they do that stuff all the time. So it's like. You're right. It's like all over their face. So I'm yes. just like, oh, Botox. It's like going <laughs> to get an oil change. All right. Sure. Whatever. Right. Hey, how do you feel about. How do you feel about procedures? I'm okay with it. Whatever. I mean, right? Listen, I know that at the end of the day, I am because I know that that's not what defines her. Right. Or I think it depends on the person, though. I think there are some people whose identity is wrapped up in their looks, right? Mm -hmm. And they're insecure in the way they look. And so the only way they feel better about themselves in general is by, you know, whatever procedure that may be. Maybe it could be the car they drive or what they wear. It doesn't right. have to necessarily be that. So I know that's not who she is, so I don't have a problem with it. Right. No. 
I heard somebody explain this one time. Uh, the guy, his name was Sagi. He was a trainer. Sagi Khalif. He does all that body beast and stuff. And Sagi, I remember when he was talking about it, he said, uh, he, he was talking about grass. Like, you, you take care of your backyard, do you mow your backyard? And I'm, I'm like, well, yeah. He said, you do that because you want to see it. You want it to look good, right? Because there's not a lot of people that see that. Now, procedures and Botox, whatever, people see that. But I think if you're doing it for the intentions of like, I look at myself and, and sometimes, you know, like, hey, if I get older and I want to do that or like I, I use the, the example of my car, I wash my car because I want it to look good, right? Not right. because I want people to look at it and go, oh, that looks good. I do yep. it because I want to look good. Yep. You know, I feel good about it. But so I have no problem with procedures. I'm totally fine if they want to share anything on podcasts or social media, whatever they want to do. That's it's their it's they're they're grown adults. If they want to do it's it, their business. they can do it, right? So hey, I will we both know where I draw the line though on this stuff. What? I'm not a duck lip guy. Yeah. That's I mean, Erica watches those shows and I walk through there while I'm doing the laundry, you know, back and forth to the laundry machine. Right. I walk through there and she's watching what sh- channel is that? E? Bravo. No, no, Bravo. Yeah. And the duck lip thing is not attractive. Yeah. It to me it's it's I mean, it looks like a joke. It's like, yeah. did you do that on purpose? You can overdo a lot of things. But do some people think that that's a good look? I don't know. The duck lip thing I is not some, a good look. There's a people this, look at me and go, world, that ain't a good look either. So I get world. that. But but the duck lip thing, bro, <laughs> yeah. I don't have duck lip. I so. hear you. In this world, there's a Hey, there's something for everybody, right? No, have you have you had any procedures done, Tab? Facials, Botox, skin checks? Skin check. You mean like, yeah, I get like an annual skin check. Yeah, uh-huh. I do the same thing. But that's it. Yeah. And I wash my face. You do? Good. For you. Let's leave the next 30 minutes for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't have a problem. I think for the first, I don't know, 26, 27 years of my life, I probably didn't even wash my face at night. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I never put sunscreen on my face. I never, I don't even, I just don't remember ever doing any of that. Uh, I remember one time in college, I got so dark. I remember uh, the my uh, counselor was like, hey, I don't think it's healthy. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're in the sun all the time. Yes. And in the summertime, you'd work out and you go lay by the pool all, all day long. Yeah. But um, I think it was 20, I don't know, 26, 27 when I, when I was that age where I was like, I really want to start taking care of myself. Right. Just, you know what? I have no, I've done Botox. I have no problem saying that I've done Botox. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I've got a, giant, I've got a, thank great. You. Yeah. I've got a ginormous forehead. I understand that. So to keep it from being just crazy, I get Botox. I don't have no problem saying that. I'm going to stare at your forehead the whole rest of the show. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Okay. But I I have no, if, if I ever wanted to do something, uh, you know, if someone, there was some procedure, I would have no problem with that. Someday I probably will lose my hair, but the only thing on that one, I will just shave my head. I did that little pre quarantine or during quarantine, the the pandemic started, I I did it. it. But then I grew my hair back because I thought, well, I have hair. I want to keep it. But someday I have no problem that, doing that. That idea stuff. came to me too after 16 yeah, years. Yeah, you were the reverse. You were yeah. the reverse, right? And by the way, I don't did I say this on the last one? I've always had hair. So people that have said, like Erica, she said, like people are saying, like, you got hair plugs. The reason I shave my head is because my hair is out of control thick. I have like, a, if I let it go, it'd be a total afro. Your barber. Your barber, my ex barber. Your uh, my, you got I got fired. Yeah. My ex, his ex barber would agree that his hair is really thick. It's very thick. I so, started giving her, and it's a pain. But it's a now. I, what I'm trying to figure out now is because I don't know. I'm not sold on this. We're coming up on a year. Is it a bigger pain to constantly be jacking with my hair, or is it a bigger pain to shave it every day? Because there's really no in between. For I've me. seen you almost bleed out shaving your head, so I'm going to pretty much well, say that, was an that probably yeah, leave it just like get a this. Yeah, you like this? You cut your hair, you cut your hair on your own though, don't you? Still. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Erica yeah. likes it. You like it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Which one do you good. like better? 
hair. You like hair? Okay. Well, yeah. if mama likes it, then I think now if you didn't have hair, I'd be like, bro, you look weird. Oh, I do. I look at some of those pictures. It's like, what are you? What was I doing? That was sixteen years worth. I know. So, all right, moving on. <clears throat> okay, that was one question. Your turn. All right. Andrew might be the be the trainer, but Shay doesn't like to work out with him. Do you enjoy working out with your wife? I don't like working out with Andrew either, Shay. <laughs> so let's be real with each other. We go on ski trips. Uh, we go, you know, on beach vacations, oh, whatever. This guy, you know, uh, I'll meet you at 5 o'clock. It's like, no, I don't want to meet at 5 o'clock. <laughs> I w- I'll work out at some other point in the day. Maybe yeah. I'll do a few push-ups. Okay, let's meet at uh, 5.30. Yeah. No, I don't want to work out at 5.30. Okay, let's settle on 6.15. If I'm not in the hall by 6.05, the guy's dinging my cell phone. <laughs> if I'm meeting you at 6.15, I'm not up at 6.05. But that's Andrew. Yeah. You guys already know that about him. And then it's and then I meet we get in the, we get in the we get literally their room is always right next to ours. So we get in the hall, and the guy hands me an itinerary for our dang workout. I do it's like, I don't want to do all that. I don't want to work out for three hours. But no. Oh, I, no. What was the question? It I said, know. Andrew might be the trainer, but, just, but Shay doesn't like to work out with him. Do you enjoy working out with your wives? It wasn't even me. How did I get directed because, to me? Because, I mean, it's a good, because your name was the first thing. Turn it away. Turn the gun somewhere else. Yeah, Not yeah. me. Turn the gun go. somewhere yeah. else. He, listen, he's intense about his workouts. Okay. Yes, but my the rest thing, of us like to work out, but not quite as much as Andrew does. My thing is, he I just, loves to work out. I want to get it done in the morning. If I don't get it done in the morning, it just drags on. I don't want to sure. have that hanging over my head. I want to get it done and move on. Listen, I'll be real though. Once we do all of that, yeah, you feel great. I feel great. Yeah, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, I so, hear you. I appreciate your trip, but I, I like Erica. Out Erica is, I bet you do, and I do for the same <laughs> reasons with Erica. But what reason she is, is the most uncoachable person in the world when it comes to like working out it's like she wants to work out with me and then it's like don't tell me what to do like okay wow. that sounds really familiar. wildly familiar yeah i think mine is i could just halfway look that way like if i'm like like i'm just kind of looking by <laughs> and it's stop looking at me like i'm some creepo in the corner <laughs> looking at her while she's working out which in the back of my mind i am but i'm trying to like you know not because I'm critiquing well, her, but she's super you know, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how did you support your wives through labor? <laughs> what about infertility? Was that hard on you too? You just mixed two really yeah, deep, uh, different. One's funny, one's not. You go first. I'll let you go first. Let's talk about the labor thing and then get into infertility. Because the infertility thing is really how we all connected, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll give you the short story on labor. Regal, please, please do. Regal delivered all of our kids. The same OB, yeah. So he is pro-induction, big-time pro-induction. And he's one of the top oh, guys around here. Induction? We're, she was induced. Oh. How else would you say that? I, you're, In you're tense, yeah. I have blocked this whole portion of I know, you're not a big fan. pregnancy, we'll labor, and everything. Yes. Just go, I'll let you finish, okay. and then I'll share my thoughts. Best guy in the world, by the way. He's great. So... So he's going to induce us, whatever. We agreed to do that. Her Erica's blood pressure goes up. It was the Thursday of the start of the Masters in 2009, okay. just for the record. So I got my laptop. I got everything. It's like you're checking into a hotel, right? Because we got to get there at 6 in the morning, have a fantastic little drive to Plano. We got a little coffee. We, uh, a little bit of Bath and Beyond? I don't know. I don't know. What do we have time for? It, yeah. was, it was like, it was bizarre because it's like, we're going to walk in here, the two of us, and we're going to walk out with another human being. Right. Right. And I feel like I'm going to a hotel. True story. 
you go to the lobby. They're like, yeah, go to the fourth floor, take a right, whatever. We take a right, and there's a lady up there screaming. It's like somebody is literally had a handsaw and is sawing her leg off. I've never heard anybody's. <laughs> Erica looks at me, and her <sighs> eyes get the size of watermelons. That's a tempo. Yeah. So the nurse is like, hey, don't worry about that. She got past her. She was too late for her epidural because she wanted to have a natural birth. Hence, part of the reason why Regal likes to do inductions. So anyway, we get into the room. They put her on an IV, later do the Pitocin drip. It's like the greatest thing in the world. They bring me food. Or you're like a doctor. They bring me you food. You weren't paying attention. No, wow. no, no. Thursday okay. is when, um, Thursday of the Masters is when um, Jack Nicholas and all those guys tee off to like officially start the yeah. Masters when uh-huh. the sun's coming yeah. up, the whole deal. It's great. I mean, I'm sitting there drinking coffee. Erica's good. She's reading a book or People Magazine or whatever it is. And so we're going through that, and they the Pitocin drip's going. The nurse comes in. She's starting to dilate. This is all great. Wow. Dr. Regal comes over, says, you're doing great, fantastic. He knows it's our first time. He breaks her water. Mm-hmm. He's like, we'll give it a couple hours. I'll be back. The party's going to start. Well, the issue was the party started like an hour later. And the nurse comes in, and she's like, this baby's cresting like she's ready to go. Did you say the C word, bro? Well, first of all, (laughs) hold on. You didn't listen to the podcast. I listened to the podcast. And the one thing that I took away, actually paused it and thought, huh, was when they were talking about putting Erica in some position and they were having to get her. Was that Ebby Lee where they were having to move the baby around? She she, was playing uh, Twister, uh, doing something. But here's the problem with that. Here's the problem. (laughs) It's me and another lady. I thought in my brain, you see these movies and there's like eight people in there and the husband's back holding the wife's hand. You're going to do this. Come on, Supportive. Honey. Let's uh-huh. breathe together. This lady says to me, I'll never forget this. Okay. There's words like cresting that are seared in my brain. Okay. <laughs> she said, grab her left leg and pull it back. <laughs> At this point, my face is literally a foot away from her crotch. <laughs> And I can see the top of Emily Lee's head. And I'm like, this is not the way I thought this was going to go. Oh <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. And she's like, okay, let's move her around here. Well, then the head starts coming. I'm like, where oh is, my gosh. Where is Dr. Regal? Hear, am I old enough to hear this conversation? Where, <laughs> I don't think I hey, am. Where is Dr. Regal? And then the cheap part of me is thinking, why do I got to pay him if I'm the <laughs> one that's doing it? You know, like I'm going to get a bill from this guy and then I'm going to get in a fight with him about it. So, I mean, <laughs> literally, Emily's head gets halfway out. She oh. calmly oh. asks me to hold both legs on either side of my head. She walks over to the phone, calls Regal. He walks in. Erica pushes one time. Oh. Emily falls out oh. of his hands. And oh. we've got our first child. It was like, oh. I did not think that's how it was going to go. <laughs> I mean, really. I have not left it. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be. You've heard that before, right? Like, dude. Oh. It was like oh me and the gosh. nurse delivered. Like, hey, listen, I uh, delivered Emily. You delivered Emily. Yeah, oh, pretty boy. much. Wow. Me and that sweet nurse. Well, listen, yeah. if my labor experience and delivery experience had been like that, then oh, maybe God. I could have a good, like, a good time about it. But oh. it was not. It was wild. Now, I remember the one thing I remember about it was uh, when they broke her water, I remember I was eating a pizza. And I remember Shay looking at me like she wanted to kill me. It's probably the last time you had a pizza. Yeah. Well, no, no, I was, it was fine. I was eating yeah. pizza. Uh, I think it was Kensington. That was the night the Cowboys played on Sunday night. It was a Sunday night. So the Cowboys played on Sunday night. It was Sunday night football that. and they were playing. I, I was like, Hey, great. That. I get to go to this hospital. They're going to do this. <laughs> I get to have TV. pizza. I get to watch the Cowboys. <laughs> this is great. 
Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That, I think that was Smith. I think that was Smith at the Smith one half because he was born on yeah. Monday, I think. So, yeah, yeah. that would have been Smith, not Kensington. But anyway, so that was even more because I kind of knew what to expect. There was right. a little coffee machine down the way. It's perfect. Get coffee and there was a Maggiano's there. But anyway. Yep. But other than that, labor. Same. We, we all, they all delivered at Pl- uh, Presby Plano. Presby Plano, too, yeah. yeah. All of our kids. But labor, um, yeah, it wasn't much to it. Just watching it in there and cutting her open. And yeah. I watched him cut her open. Yeah. That was kind of fun. You know, yeah. pulling, pulling the baby up. He let me, the one thing I liked about it too is he let me tell her what it was because nobody knew, right? So, right. And they pulled Kinston out. That's right. She yeah. was a surprise. I forgot about Both that. Both of them were. Uh, we don't do surprises. What about infertility? Boy, that was a tough no one. No good. Yeah, it's a tough one. And for those of you who are going through that, listen, praying for you. I mean, that's, it's, it's hard. It was the hardest. You and I have talked about this before. And I very much feel like, and I know you do too, my wife's issues are nails and I'm the hammer. And the challenge behind that is it's clearly the ladies are hormonal. It's a very uh, challenging spiritual thing. It's just hard all the way around. And then it's hard on the guys because there's nothing you can do about it. And so, you know, I mean, uh, connecting with y'all was awesome because the, that's really where the girls bonded mm-hmm. is talking about infertility. And I think they read the, that Sarah's secret thing. Is that the name of that book? Sarah's no, secrets. Oh, that's a romance. Sarah's uh, Eric. Where did Erica go? It's not Sarah's secret. No, that's that store. That's a lingerie store in Dallas. Shay, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a book. Is something you need to tell us? I feel like we need to endorse this book because uh, it was like profound. It's not Sarah's I, secret, I, but that's profound too. It can be Sarah. Um, when she comes back in here, we'll ask her. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, it was really. It was really hard, but it was a it was a faith journey too. And and I guess my point, I'll make one point on it is we want things to happen in our timing. And that's not the way God sees right. it. You know, um, studied it before. We we've got a puppy dog mind mm-hmm. and he doesn't. And we see things we see things the way dogs see things. And they don't ha- they don't comprehend the full story the way we do. And the point of it is he had a plan for us all along. Of course, naturally we wouldn't have felt this, you know, the way we did back then had we known four kids later, you know, uh, three biological, one adopted, it would have been a totally different feeling. But the point is God was in control. He showed that to us clearly, as you guys also know, Chris, you know, Dr. Regal was a firm believer. Um, you know, he, when we switched over to him, he just said, listen, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. Pulled Erica off all them. It was really a miracle thing. I'm going to tell the story really fast. Uh, Erica had been with two different OB, OBGYNs. And, you know, it wasn't happening quickly. And they they put her on, because there's other people that are dealing with this now, I'm sure. They put her on meds. They put her on injections. They put her on all this stuff. And I think all that counters and kind of cancels each other out. We go to him. He asks her why she can't get pregnant. He laughs. I consider punching him. And what he says is, because <laughs> the other guy we were going to had no bedside right. manner. It was tough. And that's hard, right, on the husband, too. But he laughs and says, hey, this is exactly what he said. He throws her chart because he says, why can't you get pregnant? She goes through all these reasons. He laughs, throws the chart down, gives her a little massage and says, you're going to get pregnant very soon. He's like, you guys need to relax. You need to have lots of sex. Mm-hmm. You need to. And that's what he says. That's good, that's he good pulled news. her off every med. Did you feel like you were in church? Hey, man. Here's the deal, though. <laughs> Less than 30 days later, she was pregnant. And so I think for me, it was she had confidence in his, you know, the plan that he had, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, spiritually too. And, and it was just, it was a very tough time, but it all worked out the way it's yeah. supposed to work out. And that's how we met you guys. Really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the hardest part was when we had the miscarriage. That was really hard. 
um, just walking through that. I mean, I can remember just sitting on the couch, both of us, before she had the DNC the next day, yep. sitting on the couch, knowing like we just cried and cried and cried. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough. Just all the the uh, the stuff that we did to try to get pregnant, you know, it just was not easy. A lot of stuff. But anyway, um, all right, let's move on to the next. But you one. didn't say, well, that's how we met y'all. You, you not feel that way? Or? Well, here's the deal. I don't. You guys have this, like, I don't remember you and I ever t- really talked. I mean, they met about they that. Did. You and I talked about football. That was the first right, thing we it. bonded yeah. on. So they, yeah. they were probably. So created the calling. Bond. Yeah, so right. Created the created, bond. Yeah. yeah. Definitely was something that was. was the last part of that thing. question was, was that hard on you too? The answer yeah, is yes. Absolutely. It's hard on everybody. So, so sympathetic for everybody that's going through that. Struggle. Okay. What scared you most about becoming a father? I really wasn't. I, I had a, I had a great my my dad's awesome, right? Jay's awesome. My father in law, you know. I, unfortunately, my my grandparents passed away when I was really young, but I had a grandpa that, that died when, you know, I was around age of eight or so. But uh, my dad's awesome. He I had a great role model in that, and and so really being a father, it just felt like it would come natural. I remember my buddy from college, Aaron Martin, said before I got married, he said, "You're gonna love it. Marriage is awesome. It was great." And obviously, he was right. And then before we had kids, he said, man, you're going to love having kids. It's like, it's like the greatest thing ever. And I remember thinking like, man, awesome. But you know, so there was never any hesitation of, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to do this? I had never changed a diaper until Kenzie came. I'd never had a diaper. And for those of you who don't know, I'm not a big baby guy. I'm just not a big baby guy. Even my own kids with babies until I, until they hit about that. 13, six, 13. That six month, five, four, five, six months. I just when they're little and I feel like you got to hold their head and they're breakable and it's just kind of when I can start throwing around and playing with them and they're yeah. crawling and I can kind of push them and jack with them a little bit. That's kind of fun, right? Yeah. That's when I kind of really started enjoying it. <clears throat> yeah. Or see expressions and you're like, wow, she can smile. Right. The baby, baby stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, baby stuff where <clears throat> it's just diapers and well, that's not fun. But once you make it through that, it's it, it just it's just oh my gosh, it's just yeah. every season gets even better. Yeah. Uh, it says was bonding. I'll, I'll answer and I'll let you do it. Was Bonnie more challenging, different with your adopted kids versus your bio kids? I think, especially with Ashby and Maidley, I've told my story about adoption on Chase blog before, but you know, I was under that perception of if I have two kids and I love Kensington 50 and I love Smith 50, but kind of like how God loves us, I can love Kensington 100%, Smith 100%. And that was my big holdup for a while was how much, how, how can I love them? How am I going to have enough love to love all of them? But that's not, that's not the case, right? My love is unconditional with every one of them. And I think that the bonding experiences that I've had with every one of them have been been similar. They've been different, but they've been very similar, right? I'm, I mean, I'm their dad, right? And and to say, well, you know, I, mean, I love each of my kids exactly the same, right? I te- I show them different ways, right? Because just like we like to be have love shown to us in different ways, so you have to kind of play to their love languages. But <clears throat> it wasn't hard to to bond to them I immediately. Like that's my kid. I being a being an eight, being a very loyal person. It's like I'll fight you to the death for my kids, yeah, right? That's what kid. it is. They're they're my kids. Yep. So anyway, I'll let you answer. I'm gonna answer it in a little bit different way. I, I just generally just not a big fear guy. Number one, it's the it's the number one commandment in scripture to not be afraid, not not fear. And so, I think I'm blessed in the ability not to really worry about stuff. But and scared is not really in my vernacular, truthfully. But I wasn't worried about being a father. And I had a I had a buddy who said the same thing. He said, "Did you just." Watch what I'm telling you. He said, I'm envious for the feeling you're going to have tomorrow because there's nothing like seeing your own flesh and blood for the first time. And that was an understatement. And so the father thing, I think, came easy. I was the same. I had two loving sides of grandparents. 
two loving parents. I mean, I had, had good example of family my whole life. What I was a little more afraid of was, truthfully, was would I be able to bond the same way with Brit as I, uh, as I did my, my biological kids? And what's so cool about that, and part of, you know, anybody who's adopted, really your testimony is that you just got to trust God in that. And it just, it just becomes what it's supposed to be. And, you know, and when I saw her and when, you know, we spent time with her and we brought her in our hotel room, it was just, it was like, she was just another one of our kids, you know, and over time it just becomes the same thing. It's, it's really no different than, uh, than Abby Lee or, Nixon or Bowen. I mean, it's just, it's really a supernatural, it's hard to explain unless you've been through it, but I did have, I did have some anxiety and worry about, you know, what I, what I feel exactly, would I raise her the same way? Would I feel the same way? You just, you're, you're on a faith journey and you're trying to follow where you feel like the Lord is leading you, but you just don't have all the answers. It's just like any other avenue in life. You don't know what that's going to be like. And with her, it was just, it was perfectly natural. And the cool thing about it, and I know you share the same experience. It's the same with your kids. The other question is, well, how are they going to act, you know, with the kids? And, you know, Brit's always slept in Nixon's room and she loves all of our kids, but like they all just bonded. Yeah. I had this incredible bond because it's what it's the way it's supposed to be. And it's a total God thing, right? We, we, in our small brains can't figure out how that will work with well, how could, how does that dynamic work? And it's weird. We always talk about that, about how we probably think people think, well, it's so weird because, you know, you, it, like, yeah. it's not weird. It's not weird at all to us. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of awesome that God does even for us. Totally. my goodness i hate to interrupt those boys but we are gonna stop there and you can finish listening to those crazy guys next week it's time <laughs> for random reader questions yes, erica do we're you breaking in oh do you have your first one for us i do okay the question is have you done laser hair removal oh super random question that but is i like random. it okay um, I have done laser hair removal on my bikini line. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. I mean, you I'm pretty did. sure the guys just talked about some way more inappropriate <laughs> things. And I would recommend it. Okay. So I've had it done also on my bikini line. And I've had my legs done. And I would say it wasn't a fit for me. So I would say Anywhere? no. No. I okay. would say it was – I did not enjoy wasting the money. But – Going back to our time episode, I really hated all the time I wasted. <laughs> I wasted a lot of time, and I would say it did not help at all. Okay, go ahead and make fun of me and say, I wasted more time than you, because why? Your legs are longer? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> because I was such a weenie that I would oh, get numbed. Oh, yes. Okay, wait. Yes, you would get numbed. I just I thought went you in were going to be like no. ready to pounce on that. <laughs> You did waste more time because you would have to go like an hour early, 30 minutes early and 30 numb. to 45, I think. No, I just went in and said, like, do it. I grinned and bared it. I just it Mm-mm. didn't. I still shave every day. I I if I had to do it over again, I would have saved my money and my time. It did not work for me. I think in a perfect world, right? Wouldn't we go back like every year to do like one like a just just another treatment just to get it? I think my expectations were I would do all of this expensive, time-consuming laser hair removal, and I would not have to shave 
Well, yes, but that is not true. No. And so now I'm like, what's the point of even doing it? I still shave every day. I think in a perfect world, I should go back like at the beginning of the summer season and have like a refresh, like one treatment every year. And then it would probably really help. But yes, you do have to shave. I still have to shave. It's just like less. I felt like it changed the texture of hair no matter where. Armpits, legs is what I've heard everywhere. I would not. I did not pay for my legs. I okay. won it. <laughs> I I did pay for my bikini line area, and then our dermatologist had like a raffle, a drawing, Good some sort of. They had like you. an open house kind of an event, and I went to be yeah. supportive. And I won. You get laser hair treatment, and I'd already had the bikini area done, so I was like, oh, I'll do my life. I mean, yeah. I thought, what not? else am I going to do? And I did. I don't remember 12, 15 sessions, a lot of sessions. So it wasn't something I was seeking out. Uh-huh. I just randomly won it, but I went to all that time. I just. I wouldn't. Good question. It didn't work for me, but it worked for you. So it's, you know, who knows? Yeah. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. My question is, have you or anyone in your family had COVID? And no, nobody in my family has had COVID. Tab had COVID in my family. Yes. Last year. He's the only one out of all the 12. Go figure. Tab. Go figure. Tab. The most laid back of all of us. (laughs) He's probably the one who was like licking something. Um, like a doorknob or something crazy, right? It was stressful for, for you. Oh. Just like because your kids had to be pulled out of school. Yeah. It wasn't fun. No. It, every child missed something that they were like really looking forward to or something big or fun happening. So yeah, that was like super bummer. You missed like a big holiday too. Yeah. We missed lots of things. Yeah. Like your family didn't come into town. Family didn't come. Britt's birthday. I had bought like really yeah. nice tickets for Disney on Ice. The boys missed football championship games. Bowen missed a a baseball champion. Like they all missed things. Evie Lee missed a thing at church. Just lots of things. Thankfully, Tab recovered really well. And we know a lot of people don't. Yes. And so that's the real blessing. Uh, The shoals have all been tested a variety of times. Anytime we've been suspect or, you know, been around people. But no, we've not. We have not ever tested positive for it. Okay. Next question. What do you eat on family pizza night? Oh, like what kind of pizza? I'm guessing that's what they mean. Oh, I want all the things on my pizza. All of it. Do you want like all of it. Supreme? Do you want like meat lovers? Do all you of want it. like I just want like all the things. Kind of like I want my ice cream. I want the I want, yes, give me all the meat. I love okay. the meat. Then I want all the onions and mushrooms and bell pepper and bacon and throw whatever you add some pineapple. I don't care. I want oh jalapenos. I want all of it. Yeah, in a perfect world, my pizza would have pepperonis, bacon. Mm. Onions, mushrooms, mm-hmm. jalapenos. Yeah, that's good. Those I'll would be it. the five things. Thin crust or thick crust? It depends. I mean, I like thick crust better. Okay. I would rather eat thick crust. Like if I'm getting pizza delivered and it's like just me and the kids, I'm getting thick crust. Oh, look at you. Because it tastes better. If I'm eating it with like other people where – it's like adults eating pizza. I feel like it's always thin. <laughs> I like a thin crust because I like it crispy. It's a texture mm. thing for me. I like it no, crispy. Not me. Okay. I mean, I would eat. I eat thin crust. Yeah. But I think like if you were picking, if I was choosing, we're yeah. making homemade pizza for dinner tonight. So, Ooh. okay. My question is: This the last question? Yeah. Oh, the last question is: Why did Kensington? Oh, it's for me. Why did Kensington have to have braces twice? I don't know if this is just like a Texas thing or it's a 2021 thing, but it's very common to have two phases of braces. So instead of her 
having braces for two years, as is like traditional. She had braces for a year in the third grade for 12 months. And now she has them on now. that And so that like opened her palate and moved her teeth so that her other teeth had more room to fall out and grown up teeth could come in without being crammed. So she did that a few years ago. And then now that she's lost all of her teeth, she has phase two, which is just going to be another year and it'll fine tune fine-tune her teeth and then she'll be done so it just breaks it up I think instead of us where like our teeth grew in and I mean I had those like high eye teeth that came in Mm -hmm. like way crazy and my you know we my teeth were a mess I think they try to yeah move your teeth around so there's space so they at least come in where they're supposed to be right yeah Smith had phase one Abby Lee had phase one Bowen just started phase one. Yeah, probably Ashby. So it's very common. So you're going to see all of the kids with more braces. Yeah. But you're supposed to wear them a short amount of time. So hopefully that's what happens. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to our boys today. They will be back next week to finish up this episode. Yes. Thank you for listening. Bye. The Bestie Breakdown is brought to you by Erica Slaughter and Shay Scholl. It's produced by John Reinhardt at Free Dream Studio. We love emails. Reach out to us at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com.